This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. I think the best accent I can do is the Irish accent. You're going to get a bit of shale and you're going to go out to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Go on then. Oh, that is a basic uh, comedy uh, punt. You are a basic comedy punt. You're going to get a bit of shale. You're going to get in the tax. How are you? Eiffel Tower. I've been to the top of the Eiffel Tower. It's a possibility. I'm very angry. I'm very angry. I tell you who I miss, and he was on Radio 4 the other day, his voice. Jim McDonald. No. Ah, uh, Bev, Bev, uh, come on now, Bev. Come on now, Bev. Roy Castle. No, um, the, I- the the political correspondent from the 80s, yes. the Irish fella. Oh, Hockey. Hockey. Was that his name? No, who's Charles Hockey? No, I don't know. He's he the Taoiseach. And the Prime Minister today said that she was greatly upset by what had gone on in the House of Commons. Yeah, that is... That's a good impression, it isn't is good. it? That's the sound of my childhood. That's though. the impression of the political correspondent for the BBC in the 1980s. I'll be, doing, I'll be doing Frank Spencer next. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Nice to have you here. Yeah. It genuinely is. You're being quiet, Kells Bells. Pourquoi? That's French for why. Oh. I don't know. Pascal a rien a dire. That's See? French for, um, I like it. No. This podcast contains... Oh, hang on a minute. Holy. This podcast contains content from Good Friday. Oh, I like this. I see what you've done here. This podcast contains content from Good Friday. Can I freestyle just one little bit? You can do whatever you like, my love. This podcast, because I'm, I'm building up to something good mm. here. This podcast... I'm going to freestyle. Go on, then. This podcast... I think going to freestyle. This podcast contains content from Good Friday. Excellent Monday! Average Tuesday. OK, Wednesday. Mediocre Thursday and maybe Friday. The bit that he freestyled was excellent Monday. Oh, and it was good, wasn't it? it, was, it was, you yeah. did laugh. I did, yeah. On Friday, that's Good Friday, Catherine... Pres- oh, no, I'm not reading this. Yeah, I presented the show along with a sidekick. You uh, may be aware of his work. His uh, name oh. is Owen Leg. Also in the studio were two child stars. Oh, yeah, this is good, this. Not Judy Garden. Garden. <laughs> Judy Garden? <laughs> Judy Garden. Is that Lady Judy Garden? Lady Garden? Surely not Shirley Temple. Certainly not Macaulay Culkin. He's had troubles, isn't he? Oh, don't mention I his name. I think he's next on the curve. Do you mean don't mention know? his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. But Biggin and Littlen out of Cath. <laughs> now, what you're going to hear, this is one of my favourite, favourite bits of radio that I've ever been involved with. And I was, o- I was only in the room at the time it happened, but I'm going to claim some credit for this. This is Littlen totally pwning the political reporter for BBC Three Counties Radio, Paul Scoynes. Got your headphones on, Little Un? Yeah? Say good morning, Little Un, to Paul Scoynes. Say morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh. Hang on a second, she's got a question for you. So did you OK. Did you watch the debate? Yes, Mummy. Say, did you watch the debate? Yes. No, no ask, you didn't, don't tell say, fibs. Uh, say to Scoynes, did you enjoy the debate? Did you enjoy the debate? Well, <clears throat> I didn't. Uh, yeah, she's three. Uh, she's three scoins. I, um, I, I didn't was, actually watch the debate. You didn't watch it. Say, but that's your job. But that's your job. Uh, uh, yes, it is. Say, right, hang on a second. But you're fired, scoins. Yeah, I. You don't have the power to do that. Um, but. 
I will. Yes, I um, do, loser. Um, well, I, I don't expect that sort of language from a work you colleague. You disgust me, Squeeze. Uh, well, hang on. You're judging things before you've actually heard, because I was going to say... You like that... the being. Uh, uh, I what? You're an awful human being. Oh, come on. That's, that's, uh, you've... Uh, uh, especially like you after... make me sick. R really? I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, I... Um, say, 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 uh, say something. Genu genuinely feeling a little bit shocked at um, yeah. at this. Scoins, you've upset a three-year-old, mate. You've well, not lived she's up upset to your... me. Well, <laughs> she's upset me. And here, Biggin pones you, mate. Yeah. Yeah, totally. This is what kids do. Blackpool is top staycation resort this Easter <clears throat> as we plan to spend an average £574 on UK breaks and day trips. Blackpool, and I, um, I've been to Blackpool a couple of times. Um, I've been to Blackpool in the back of a transit <clears throat> van. Oh, eh? Yeah, yeah. Party girl. Well, you know, I um, grew up in... Um, well, until I was 10, I lived in Manchester. You know this. Yes, I know everything about you. you know, well, you think you do. I do. There's more. I do. One day. I did. You and, and I, you and I, Biggin, we need to go out and have a private chat at some point about your mother. Just need to get some deets. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, boys. Don't worry. Anyway, so Blackpool is really near where I used to live. So on a. Weekend... I'm from up north. I'm from Manchester. I'm from Mossside. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, my name is Catherine Moyle, and I am from Mossside. And I used to be a little bit of a gangster. Give me those trainers. I do not talk like that. Like, do you like my shell suit? You're Let's exactly go. Like that. Thank Stop you. <laughs> Let I mean... us go to Blackpool for a day trip, and if you buy me a bag of chips, I'll let you snog me. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you see? <laughs> That's a good impression of your mum, isn't it? Well done you for sounding like you're from down south. Anyway, Catherine... She's a lot posher than I am. Let us hear your story about anyway, you going to Blackpool. So, we used to go in my auntie... You know Auntie Linda? Auntie Linda? No. Yeah, Auntie Linda that's got the twins. Rachel and Gareth. No. Yeah. The one, that's, the one that smokes cigarettes. In the kitchen. Oh, anyway, Auntie Linda had a transit van and me and all the other cousins, so Helen... Oh, God. And Jackie and Stephen and Christine, not the twins, they weren't born. Anyway, we all used to fight, my sister, we all used to fight over who was going to sit on that wheel arch inside the van. There were no windows, there was yeah. a bit of carpet, and that was a grand day out. Is that the story? And we had chips. That's not much of a story. It's not much of a story, is it? <laughs> well, when was the last time you sat in the back of a van? Uh, never. I'll tell you what, yeah, Megan, you're right. And I'm going to put you on the spot, because I know you can handle this. That wasn't much of a story. I'd give it three out of ten. Why don't you give us a story uh, about something you've done? And I bet it'll be a million times more interesting than your <laughs> mam's. OK. Uh, what's that little mouse who lived in her house? The end. Do you see? <laughs> you it, see? She's just completely pwned. Better than the wheel arch story. <laughs> I believe you'd like to introduce another record for us, would you? What, what, what have we got coming up next? Time for another song now. This one is called Tin Soldier and it's by the Small Faces. I've got a small face. You've got a very small face <laughs> and an excellent song introduction voice. Let's have it. Monday, or as I like to call it, Excellent Monday! Started like this. You. It's 6am. Hearts and Bucks. What? This is BBC oh, Three Counties yeah. Radio. No, use the blue one. This is the blue one. No, 
That's the green no, one. Swap the knobs around. Look. Oh, flipping heck! <laughs> this is your fault, Bailey. This is all your fault, Danny Bailey. Look, okay, 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 okay. Happy Easter! This is the good Easter day. This is when he comes back. This is the one where he got got murdered. And already I'm fuming. I'm fuming. You need to calm down. Look. You calm down. You're going to have a thrombo. I'll, I'll nearly said something you can't say anymore. Right, hang on. Let's calm down now. I still hold you personally responsible, Danny Bailey. I've already said sorry this morning. That's quite a record for well, me. I, I know it's not. We're not even one minute past six. She's apologised twice. There'll be plenty more apologies before the end of the show at nine o'clock. Dealey's on at nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. With a warm-up act for just... Hang on a minute. This music's annoying me. Hang on. What are you doing? What? No. De- De- we have a warm-up act for Justin Dealey. Where's your cloth? Oh, honestly, you're full of demands today. I've not heard one, please. You've, you've not heard the fun demands yet. Stick that in it. <laughs> Wipe it down with that. Come on, this is a holy day. Remember, we had to actually fight to get this show together. Just found some. Yeah, they're the manky uh, Haribos. Uh, uh, for those who don't... jelly babies. Across beds, hearts and bugs. Catherine Boyle and That annoys Amy. me. On well. BBC Three Counties uh. Radio. So we're the... We are the warm-up act. Do you want one of these? No, I don't. I want to get the posh chocolates. There's posh chocolates upstairs in a box sealed. Um, we are... I'll say it again. We are the warm-up act for Justin Flippin' Dealey. Mm. What? I mean, how is that even possible? That guy's a that guy's a joke. He dressed up as a woman. He just he dressed up as a woman, didn't he? And the thing is, he looked quite hot. Well, which is outrageous. He had legs for days. <sighs> oh, I've just I've just. What are you doing? I've just deleted the recycle bin on my computer. How is that even possible? Look in your recycle. Oh. I, pre- I, I pressed delete, thinking I was deleting some emails, and then it said, do you want to delete the recycling bin? And you know when you click yes, you just you know, oh, no. Um, I've just deleted the recycling bin. This is a good story. Why don't we put a record on and pretend none of this I'll put happened. you on in a minute. Oh. This is not how I imagined this show to go. What did you think it would go like? Um, thought we'd talk about potholes and Luton Borough Council. We can do that. Go on, then. Oh, piles, eh? Flipping Luton Borough Council. You make me want to eat my own fingers. Now, well, now, this doesn't work. Yes, it does. Well, I can't hear anything. I can. What's that? Hey! Here's how... Oh, wicked Monday! Continued. Every time you do that with the kind of cool hand snap thing... Yeah. You direct it at Kelly. Because she's young. Basically, what it is, it's interesting you pick up on that. That's psychology. That is, um, uh, that's basically the equivalent of me getting my bum out as a yeah. baboon and showing it to exactly. her. Exactly. And that, that is completely instinctive. That has not come from a point of thought. That is instinctive. Mm. That is my genes wants to impregnate her. Did you notice her reaction? Her yeah, yeah, she, she, um, she smiled and she took off her top. No, I'm happy with either of those things. My genes want to impregnate her. Okay. And they will. And she has very little say in that matter because that's nature. It's nature. It's out of our control, Kelly. Dale! Dale! Freddie Bakuri, isn't it? Live! Live! At Wembley Stadium! Live in Brazil! Live at Live Aid! Freddie Bakuri! 
I like um, when you do that with your voice, but what I don't like is the accompanying movements. And then what he'd do is he'd hold the microphone because he'd take it out of the stand, but it would still be on half the stand, so he'd hold it like his, um, well, like his winkle. And he'd wave it over, he'd sprinkle the audience with the microphone. So he'd go, he'd go... And then he'd put it over the audience and they'd all go... So he'd start off simple. This is the magic of Queen and Freddie Mercury. He'd start off simple. Then at the end, he'd be doing, like, all of the states of America in alphabetical order and then holding it. And they they would get, like, the first three and then the audience would just burst into laughter. Absolutely magical. One of the greatest stage performers of all time. I really miss him. And then Brian May would come back from the loo and they could carry on with the singing. Yeah, and they'd play one of their boring songs. But really, Freddie Mercury, one of... Just, I miss that guy so much. He was so special to me. What a, what a What an absolute darling. Star pop made me pop star. What does this mean? Let's find out. Was he drinking lemonade and then he had a hit record? That's the chair. Star pop made me pop star. Did, was he drinking lemonade? Was he drinking our whites? Did he pop a star? Mmm. Winner of The Voice, Steve McCrory, who, let's be honest, looks like a cross between me and Jeremy Kyle. He's just a fella. He's just... He's got, he's got just a bloke's face. Mm-hmm. He's wearing, a, he's wearing a denim jacket and a shirt, a shirt suit. Hang on. It's not he's, him. He's wearing a, de- a denim shirt and a suit jacket. Yep. Michael McCrory. Oh, we go. Michael McCrory's got a story. Have, a sto- have the story music on. Okay. Have we got any Coldplay? Dun, 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 dun. Hang on. No, I, that is disrespectful. No, a bit more. Hang on a minute. Oh, no. I've got it, I've got it. I see. Hang on a minute, I'll get you some. I'll get you some. Get something sad. I'll get you something sad. Oh, I've got the wrong bloody thing. Oh, what are you doing? Let's see. Did you have chocolate for breakfast? Here we go. Yeah, no. Why? Oh, okay, here we go. We'll do it all. This is actually a sad story, though. Let me have a look. It's about his dad, isn't it? It's his dad. Let me just check. Oh, gosh. We don't need anything or any. Oh, in that case, we can carry on doing it. His dad's ill, though. If I lie here. All right, no, he couldn't come because he was too ill, but he's still alive. Okay, well, do we want that or do you want. Here we go. Oh. Winner of The Voice, Steve McCrory, missed one man in the audience applauding his triumph his beloved father. Michael McCrory, 59, has Parkinson's disease and couldn't be bothered to make the 400 mile trip. But Stevie, who scooped a £100,000 recording contract with Universal Music, said Michael inspired him to follow his singing dreams. Let's go out and I can be saved. And that's how you do telly. Yeah. Here's your pictures. I would have gone with a slower piano to start with, but yeah. Who in their right mind... Hang on, I meant to do this one, didn't I? I meant to do this one, sorry. I don't really know Coldplay. No. No? It's Trouble. Trouble's the standard. Oh, is it Trouble. Okay. See? Try now. I think you'll find it's better. Okay. Winner of The Voice, Steve McCrory, missed one man in the audience applauding his triumph. His beloved father. 
Michael McCrory, 59, has Parkinson's disease and couldn't be bothered to make the 400-mile trip. But Stevie, who scooped a £100,000 recording contract with Universal Music, said Michael inspired him to follow his singing dreams. You're right, that was much more. That was, had much more impact. Next time, use that one straight away. Much more powerful, thanks. A lot of impact there. Who's, who, they're all excited because the X Factor is number one in the iTunes chart. Not the proper chart, it's not the gallop. No, not the X Factor, it's the voice. Thank you. But, I mean, really, this guy, honestly, he looks like um, a young... Um, um, who's the thuggish, Scottish, roguish, beautiful millionaire who's recently divorced from his wife and used to be an ice cream man? Duncan Bannantyne. He looks like Duncan Bannantyne crossed with a boy, crossed with Jeremy Kyle, crossed with me. And let's be honest, that does not, that formula does not make sustained pop success. Take a little Bannantyne. Add a little boy. No, now he in trouble, you <laughs> said. I didn't mean it like that. Anyway, what, what your turn. All right, here we go. Have Mass- you got a song, by the way? Look at my massive rabbit. <laughs> well, Catherine, you what this lady's saying. You treated yourself over Easter. Can I have a, can I have a record? Yeah, have... Um... Otherwise, I'm just going to play even more white pop. Well, I think we'll play some white pop anyway. Oh, good girl, well done. The world's biggest Easter bunny has a rival. Meet Jeff. He's... Look out, ladies, it's the world's biggest rabbit. His giant... Four... It's going to make you uncomfortable. Four feet. Four feet long rabbit. Where are you going to put that? In your hutch. Large hutch. The world's Ooh, large big- hutch. Yeah. The world's biggest bunny has got competition for his heavyweight title this Easter in the shape of his son, giant rabbit Darius. What happened to Darius? He went. He changed his name from Darius Dinesh to, I think, Darius Campbell. Yes. And now stars in uh, short-running West End stage shows. But I loved what he did with Britney. <laughs> oh, you still remember that. I, I I'd, say get a, I'd say get a life. Well, but I'm not that cold. Giant rabbit Darius... I'm not... Hang on a minute. You, need, I, you need this. Instantly makes any story can better. Can you give me a bit of echo? Yeah, sure. I'll do it in the voice as well. The world's biggest bunny has got competition for his heavyweight title this Easter. In the shape of his son. Giant rabbit Darius, who measures over four feet long and weighs in at a whopping three and a half stone, is officially... The world's biggest rabbit. Oh, this is a fun game, guys! I'm not not finished, but this Easter his title is being contended by his son Jeff, who got a less exotic name but has grown almost as big, measuring three foot eight inches long. Lipping it! Imagine that in a pie! Well, the bunny's owner, Annette Edwards, (coughs) who's 63, in case you were wondering. Yeah, she can't cope with a bunny that big. She's looking forward to the day when... No, she's looking forward to a what's for, What's for lunch? Are you pregnant? No, I've got a bunny in the oven. What? She's looking forward to the day Makes when sense. Jeff, who has six months growing time left, dwarfs his dad. You've only got six months growing time, so make the most of it. It costs Annette £5,000 a year to care for her giant bunnies. Oh, for crying out loud. Who munch their way through... Here's some stats. Have you got some stats music? Um, yeah, I have got stats music. Just bear with me. Uno Palumo Blanco. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 2,000 carrots and 700 apples. That, that's it. You can stop now. Oh, OK. Hang on. They also each eat a huge dog bowl a full of specialist dog. rabbit food every day. You've and got... a bale of hay. Do rabbits eat hay? I yeah. thought they just nestled in. No, they, they, they sleep in straw, they eat hay. 
trust me, my Benji is a small, normal rabbit. He has really fallen in love with a football. I mean, literally, he's fallen in love and he's constantly trying to mount it. Like That's going to be mounting your car. When I think of um, Benji and his ball, and I often do, I think about Castaway with Tom Cruise and Wilson the ball. Well, I think about Benji and his balls, I think about castration, so there's similarity. Yeah. Here's what I like to call a Paula. <laughs> it's a caller named Paul. Well, Kelly Betts wrote that, and I You're think welcome, that, that, I think that is... Uh, OK, OK. OK, so calm down now. Good morning, happy Easter. Uh, what? Do we say that? Well, we can do. Why? Why not? It's a lovely day, actually. I've got so. to. Listen, so it turns out, short notice, I'm seeing uh, my 10-year-old and my uh, six-year-old nephew and niece today. Oh, yes. Can lovely. I still buy Easter eggs today? Can you? Oh, OK. Well, yeah. no, can I? Yeah. Can I? Probably. Will they be cheaper today? Yeah. Hey, bonus. Yeah. Bonus for everyone. Deary me. Breakfast in bed yesterday, Paul, for me, was two Easter eggs. No. Yes. Oh, dear. I yeah. bet you felt sick afterwards. I did feel sick, but I also felt proud of myself and disgusted and shamed at oh, the same dear. time. I think I'd sooner have a kipper for breakfast than an Easter egg. Kipper tie! <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> kipper tie! Yeah, that's it. Yeah, look. Good. Yeah, lovely. Do you, know the, do you know that joke, the kipper tie joke? No. Because I'm telling it, but I'm telling it wrong. Yes. Oh. I think the... What's the, what's the classic kids' joke? Shall we, shall, we, shall, we, shall we tell you that one? Yeah, go on. Uh, no, right. use your finger like everyone else. <laughs> it, the, the old thing was, um, what's the difference between an elephant and a post box? And, and when, the, when the answer is, I don't know, you say, well, I won't send you to post my letter. Hey! Thing. I love that! <laughs> I love that! Oh, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting. Moo! Moo, I see. <laughs> That's he my three-year-old's favourite. The old, the old he, ones are the best. The, well, and Kathy's one of the best. Oh. Yes, she is. She's got a lovely accent. Isn't she? Oh, she's got lovely Horrible, horrible eyes. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, trust me. Oh, Catherine. Yeah. And a nasty demeanour. One's going out to the shops, the other's coming back with a change. <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky swine. Oh, dear. Oh, what have you got for us, Paul? Well, is it acronyms? You know when you make up a... A sentence from the letters, like... Have you called us about this before? I did once, yeah, yes, but nobody <laughs> rang in with any suggestions. Well, uh, <laughs> and he's going to try it again. It's Paul, our regular acronym expert. Yes. Paul, our... What's regu- the failed phone in today? He's, he's a well, Ray, a well, regular acronym expert. <laughs> well, you've got another half hour, so I thought, well, we might as well fill it up with something intelligent. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a twit. <laughs> He's totally well, wasting I mean, important time. I mean, IKEA, you see. IKEA could be intelligent kids eat apples, so how about that? You totally could... wasting all time. Yeah. When you, when you take your kids to IKEA, you see, you could tell them that, and then you could get them off the sweets and on the apples, you see. They, I have never had... Here's the thing, Paul. Yes. I have never had the legendary IKEA meatballs. No, bye. I think I did once. Quite nice. Quite nice. I like a meatball, but I don't trust them. And in Sweden, they have recently stopped, which means for a while they were doing it, they've stopped. They would have hide-and-seek evenings in Ikea. Do they? Where oh. people would rent out Ikea and they'd go and play hide-and-seek in Ikea. How awesome is that? Didn't a load of people get kicked out last week? They got killed. That? What? Uh, kicked out, sorry. Yeah. Kicked Careful. out for it, yeah. Yes. Do they? Oh, what, for hide-and-seek, you mean? Yeah. Yes! Crikey. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, this is... Now, this is actually brilliant, right? And I, I've, I've never done features in radio because they're lazy. Uh, and, but we've started doing the feature in radio, and now I know why people do features in radio. You get so much material... You, you get, like, 20 minutes from nothing. 
So it, it is lazy. It's lazy, but it works. It's lazy, but it works. Um, you can hear it here on the podcast now. Um, it, it, but if you if you want to hear more, just listen to Scott Mills in about two weeks' time, and he'll be doing it. This is the new game I've invented, Kelly, mm-hmm. and it's called. I just think that breakfast radio shows should have features and jingles. Yeah. Uh-huh. Furniture, they call I it, they? read the headline from a story. You guys have got to guess. What's the story, Did you just go, yes? Sounds fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it is this fun. is what we've been missing feature. <laughs> You'll never get this. It doesn't even make sense. I'll give you that clue. Good. Page seven of The Sun, if you want to play along. The mystery page, page seven. The mystery page, page seven. Harry on Cleo. Catherine, we'll start with you. Harry well, on Cleo. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. I know Prince Harry is in Australia at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Did someone play him a little bit of light jazz from the <laughs> Buckinghamshire-based legend Cleo Lane? No, there was, uh, there was no... Prince Harry did not get involved with jazz in Australia. We're going to go to you, Kelly Betts. Harry Redknapp to star in the new Carry On film. Oh! And his car good. of choice is a Clio. Oh, she is Cheeky. good. She's way off the mark, Justin. Okay. I'm going to go for Harry Styles on this one. Yeah. And uh, very simply, <laughs> <laughs> I think he met a nice young lady in a club called Clio. Right. And uh, I think he took her back to the hotel room. Harry on Clio. If anybody can tell me what the Harry has got to do with it, then I would be... It's got nothing to do with the story. Is it just so it, it sounds a bit like Carry On Cleo? They might as well just put Carry On Cleo. Yeah, go on then. Moggy Cleopatra mm. saved five people from a flat by waking them up in Yekaterinburg, Russia. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> Where are the flats? Harry Street or something? No, that's, that's it! Harry Street, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. Oh, I don't think it is. It, no, trust me, mm. it really is. No, that's it, I guess she harried them... Is Harry a word? Yeah, but, I mean, not one that people that so read that newspaper would know. OK, so that's that's 1-0 to me. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. That's a, that's a good one, isn't it? OK. I like that, yeah. Um, I let's... mean, that sub, whoever came up with that wants to kick up the jacks, eh? There we go. This is a good one. Here we go. This is a... This is a um... I mean, they could put catastrophe averted. Oh, this, is a, this is a good one. <laughs> Ear to eternity. Ear to eternity. <laughs> Now this one, I've got to be honest. I'd, um, just, just, just tread carefully, guys. All oh, right, this is going to be about death. And just tread carefully. Catherine's, Catherine's on the right, uh, the right trail. You, I missed the headline. Ear to eternity. Is it ear to eternity, Catherine? Is it something to do with the remains of someone's ear mm. pickled in a jam jar? It's even more tasteless than that. Dealey? I reckon um, somebody has got a, a love of music. This is a mm. music lover, mm. OK? Mm. And, and their mm. ear experienced mm. lots of pleasure over the years, mm. so their ear has been turned into a CD oh. of their favourite songs. <laughs> Gosh, that's a futuristic format. Mm. Both of you, you're getting there. Kev? Yeah? Do you want to uh, play... Yeah, absolutely. But first, I want to hear what what's the pronunciation of that Russian town? Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> it's Yekaterinburg. Oh, that's brilliant! 
I used to have a friend that uh, that worked in the Catherine Ro- in Catherineburg. Oh, you Catherineburg, you idiot! No, how? No, I'm not an idiot. You, you, ca- yeah, Catherineburg. Yeah, because it's got Catherine in it, Catherine. You Catherineburg. E Catherineburg. It's Catherineburg. Hang on, Kevin. Have you just phoned up to pwn me? Yes. Hi. Goodbye. Kev was the one that rang up the other day and talked like that. All right, Kev, go on then. You're here to eternity, you think you're Mr Billy Big Boots. Go on, what does it mean? Is it to do with the uh, the earworms, the most popular no. thing stick in your head that's no. been kept for future? No. Uh. Why don't you ask your friend in your Katerina burger? <laughs> yeah? Why don't you go and do that, Kevin? Kelly? It's about um, an earwig that they I'm found. I'm going to stop you there. Wait, no, I haven't finished. And it's, it's got special powers. Can I stop you there? Not only is it giant... I'm going to stop you there? ...and invisible... Can I stop you there? ...but it lives forever. There? Right, you're yes. thinking of the Wrath of Khan. Ear to eternity. That's the Babel fish you're thinking of. That was horrible, wasn't it? David Terrazzano, 23, choked himself to death in his sleep with his earphones in Cessinalali, Italy. Did I pronounce that right, Kev? I don't know. Yeah, thank you. Let me have a look, I'll tell you. No. He don't, choked him. I'm scared of doing that. Well, don't have your headphones in. Oh, but sometimes I need them. What was the album? I would say Chesney. <laughs> what was the album? <laughs> I would say that was Chesney Gnarly. If we... Well, you would, wouldn't you? If we were um, an Australian radio station, we'd now be getting people to text in suggestions of what the album or the song was he was listening to, but we're not. we got a little bit more class than those Australians. Ooh. Right. Last one. All right, this last one. And this is this is my favourite, okay? That was the chair. Yeah, right. Whoever. Going for a hiss. Oh. Going for a hiss. Oh, I know this. Right, well. Then. Justin Dealey gets to go first. Okay, going for a hiss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, would this be? Yeah. Would this be a world record attempt? Okay, <laughs> so for as many men you can get as possible, as many men yeah. as you can get as lined possible, up, lined up in the urinals, <laughs> going for a wee, and they're trying to break a world record for the sound, their hissing sound. What? You know. Why? I wonder what the world record is for the number, most number of men having a wee at the same time. Well, it's probably happening now. Let's try and break it. OK. Well, we've only, got, bucks, we've only got two men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Justin, you are way off the mark. Kev, you still there? Yeah. Why? I'm still here. OK, uh, going for a hiss. What do you think the story is? Um, Australian caught out by a rattlesnake in the outback. Mm. No, sir. It's not Kelly Betts. I was going to say something along those lines. A man go for a wee, snake comes along, bites off his... Wow. Wow, you that, took that to a dark place. That, uh, You're in you a bad some mood. some snakes follow up the... I'm okay. not in a bad mood. You know, some snakes <laughs> I'm being follow up... swallowed by a boy constrictor. Oh. Are you Kev? Do you need help? Hey, I don't know about that. I'm just wondering if the guy was actually swallowed by a Boeing constrictor. But, a uh, Boeing constrictor? <laughs> yeah. A Boeing constrictor? Yeah, you brought me up to have a go at me for the pronunciation of a Russian town and you're saying Boeing constrictor? <laughs> well, have you seen? Uh, have you ever seen uh, snakes on a plane? Yeah, oh, no. Oh, he no. clawed it back. Oh. Catherine. Uh, a woman went to the toilet yep. and found an albino python yep. draped along the... Uh, yeah. Uh, for some reason, she had a sort of fuzzy... Was it a bath mat or something on the... Um, yeah. There's a bath mat on the radiator radiator drying. We all do it. And there's a massive white snake lying on it. Six Hannah Marriott got a wee fright when she found a six-foot snake on her bathroom radiator. Cops removed the northern pine snake from the 16-year-old's family home in Rochdale, Greater Manchester. Mum Karen said she can't even deal with spiders. (laughs) The police are a weird 
they're weird. Would you call the police? I wouldn't call the police weird, mate. That's Kelly Betts. That's not no. the official BBC line. <laughs> Although, would... judging what's going on in America... I would call the RSPCA. And do the dance. Thanks for playing, Kev. Yo, no problem. Yo. <laughs> Justin, we'll speak to you in a little bit. Yo. Yo. Kelly, thanks for that. Yo. Hey, yo. Catherine? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that was a good feature. Good times. We had good times doing that feature. I remember when we were doing that feature. Such good times, man. Such good times. I miss those guys. Warning, Kelly Betts does a joke. <laughs> I did, though, didn't I? Um, what joke? Oh, yeah, the... Oh, this is flipping brilliant. And then Peter's out. <laughs> Taking it to the streets with J-Dog. Madam, when you were younger, what did you used to eat that you weren't meant to? Paper. So paper was your thing? With salt and pepper or just as bland as it is? Just bland as it is, as it comes, straight off the page. Tyres. Whoa! Just chill on tyres. Tyres? Yeah, tyres. Come on, mate, you're winding me up. No, I'm not. Tyres. Used to chew on tyres. <laughs> Sorry. Lucy, let's get the Czech Republic perspective. Now, when you were younger, what did you used to eat as a child that you knew was wrong? It was a sand. You were a sand eater? Yeah, sand eater from a sand pit. The guy in the Mate. middle there, you know, 12 years old, this went on for two years. Um, tyres, I mean, uh. any tyres that he could get his, his mouth round, it would be 4x4 four four tyres, it yeah. would be bike tyres, you name it. If there was a tyre knocking about, he was munching on it. Kelly, what did you just say? I must be tired. Hey, fair play. Come on. Yeah. Hey. Come on, good one. Uh, you, you shouldn't have whispered in my ear. You should put your hand up and say, On the spot. Spontaneous. Please, please sir, I've got, I've got a gag for you. I'd like to deliver it live on air. <laughs> that was well worth it, Kelly. But what was your inspiration for that? Just, let's, let's find out a little bit more about that. What was your inspiration for that? It was just all about tyres. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. And when, how did it, I mean, how did it come to, what, what, what thought process did you go through? I thought, he's talking a lot about tyres. Mm-hmm. He's speaking so much about it, it mm. must be kind of knackering him out. Mm. And he's talking about tyres, mm. must be tired. Yeah. Two for the price of one. Oh, you mean uh, because of the tyres he's tired? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I get it. It's, so a, it's a double joke. It's a double joke. A DJ. Wow. I got it first time, guys. But did you really? Yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah, I enjoyed Any that one. Any questions you want to ask Kelly about that joke, Just? Uh, no, I, I think she uh, she came up with it um, just there and then, and she delivered Great. it beautifully. Great testimony. Uh, 9.5 yeah. out of 10. You can never Beautiful. quite get the 10 with me, but 9.5 out of 10. No, well done. not unless you do the use your finger like everybody else joke. Yes. I mean, that is a 10. Have you got it? any um, questions for Kelly about that joke? Well, just talk to me about the, the rhythm that you delivered. I mean, it's all about timing, isn't mm. it, with comedy? So mm. yeah. how, did you, how did you work out how fast or slow you were going to deliver that line? Well, he just said tyres quite a few times, and I thought, well, he must be tired. So I thought... I can't believe it was that uh, easy. It was you? that easy. I thought, I'll tell Ian. Ian came to me, and then I said it on air, yeah. and then this... I and mean, did you... Did you realise when you were in the creative process, and I've got no... I mean, how long did the creative process take? Seconds, mate. Did you realise the impact that what you were doing was going to actually mm. have at the time? Did you know it would get this big? I did think it was going to be quite powerful. And um, how did you decide on that voice that you use? Because that's obviously what adds to the comedy, isn't it? So how did you... I mean, obviously... The squeaky, the squeaky nasal, uh, irritating annoying. <laughs> voice. 
I went higher for impact. That now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I mean, do you, does anyone have any advice? Could I have worked on that? Could Justin, any advice for the young lady? I don't how think so. She, how could she have got a 10? Well, yeah. how could she have got a 10? Um, as I say, you, you're never quite going to get a 10, so 9.5, I think, is, is, mm. is as good as it gets for me. Well done. Really answer the question. Do you think if she used her normal voice, it would be better? Uh, no, I think that sometimes when you're delivering lines, you've got yeah. to lift things off the paper. Yeah. And uh, that's what Kelly did there. Well it's the Joe Pasquale rule, isn't it, mm. really? Um, Kelly? I mean, if I'd done it with an echo, would that have improved? No. Or some music? No. No? No. I like the naive charm of it. Yeah. What you could have had was maybe the kinks tired, tired of waiting. waiting. Yeah, in the background. Oh. Yeah. That would have maybe got up to a 9.9. .9. Or I could have gone, man, he's so tired. Pardon? No. Why would you... Well, Pharaoh, isn't it? Sorry? Um, no. <coughs> it's getting hawks now. Just. Uh, that's why you should never analyse comedy. Justin, we've got another one for you. Yeah, come on. Is this the one with 17 girlfriends? Oh, no, I've got to come do on, that Come on, I want story. that one. Tell us that story. I've got to do that story. Hang on a minute. OK. Um, Look at how this guy's posing, though. I like the, the one. We've got a good one for you in a second, Justin. OK. Well, uh, uh, you might. Oh, someone's off. Had enough. Oh, Chill out. Uh, Lothario caught by 17 girlfriends. A Chinese man was caught out when his 17 girlfriends came to see him, see him in hospital after he had a car accident. <laughs> Mr Yuan from the city of Changsha, oh, he is a Changsha, had apparently been dating all the women at the same time, even has a child with one of them. I've got a joke for this. Is it racist? He must have been tired. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, Kelly? Where's the... Uh, no, mate. That was brilliant. Yeah. That was... How did you do that? I don't know. It just came in my head. That is... Came from my brain. One. I've got one. Justin. You say his name was Yuan? No. He, Yuan, having 17 girlfriends at once. Have some of that. I don't get it. He won. 17 girlfriends yeah, at once. He got caught in the end. It's you one. Oh, okay. You can't, you can't change you one to he one. You well, want my phone number? Twisted it slightly. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Kelly. Yes. You want to be my girlfriend? Okay, that, Don't I mean, you, uh, she really is. We, can we have a word with her off air about her on air banter? It's not meeting the standard that, let's be honest, Catherine, you're setting. Yeah. So, have you ever had 17 girlfriends well, no, at once? That and there's, or there's this one, just. Yeah. Six packs, yes or no? Right, you know, because the sun is an equal opportunities flasher mm. um, and it's not just all about boobies all the time. Although, it has to be said, they still put in the three the wrong way around for comedy effect at the top of the page, mm. of page three. Okay. And you remember that thing they did on us where we thought they were getting rid of page three and they just didn't? Cheeky guys. Anyway, page seven, it's going to be six-pack week and there are a number of blokes on there showing their um, honed, oiled up <laughs> uh, torsos. Sorry? They must be tired. She's doing the thing, Kelly, so probably best you just... Um, you I'm going to turn your microphone off. Is that all right? Thank anyway, you. I find... I would find it... You know, not that I've had experience of a six-pack recently, um, but I would find them off-putting because it would suggest to me that... I've got a one-pack if anyone wants to have a look. <laughs> just the one. So or three-packs. Six-packs. Are, are they a turn-on or a turn-off? Oh, you work in radio, yeah. Well, I, I think they're fantastic. I think every single bloke would want get, a six. Why don't you get well, one? Well, I'm working on it, boss. Give, give me a couple of months. But I've that, got a personal trainer. I would look at you then and then think you were the sort of bloke who spends the whole time looking at himself in the... Oh, hang on a minute. You get a six-pack, though, yeah. Just. You've got a, well, you cannot stop working on it. You take a week off, that yeah. turns into fat-pack. So, yeah... 
But surely if you've got a six-pack and you work hard at it... That... For the rest of your life, yeah. you're going to work hard at not getting a fat pack. Well, you know... I, you... I've almost got a six-pack. Hang on, Kelly. Yes, Kelly? You're going to be tired. Oh, for Ooh. crying out loud. <laughs> Kelly, do you want to do something? Like you've been quiet in the podcast today, and I feel we had complaints last week. Catherine got complaints, didn't you? Not the one on the phone. The, the, someone tweeted us saying, yeah, the podcast was all right, there wasn't enough Kelly Betts in it. Not well, real Kelly Betts. At the time, Kelly Betts was fixing a telephony system. Mm-hmm. Telephony? So you were actually doing grown-up work. Yeah. So we got Catherine to be you. I thought it was excellent. You I thought it was you. I thought it was me. It was. It, it was wasn't. Almost her, wasn't it? I was thinking. <laughs> when did I say that? When did she say that? When did I say when it? When did she say it? I just don't know when I said it. I'm confused. I don't know who Kelly is. Me. You know, it's me. Ah! Is it me? Is it me? Me. Kiss. Could you do the next one, Kels? Come on, mate. Come on, Kelly. Let's hear it. Marion in Stevenage called to tell us this. See, you happy now? I do not like jeans. In fact, in all my lifetime, I've never worn a pair. In the last 90 years, you've never Mm, worn a pair of jeans? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, what? what? Because I think that they were made by the slave slave masters for the Mm. slaves in the... sort of when they were... and so they didn't have to make them... Tr- you know, buy trousers or anything for the youngsters. And then when they brought them in, they... So hang on, you don't wear them because they were used to be worn by slaves? No, no. then they were wor- worn by workmen on the building sites yeah. and boat building and all the rest so of it. So you're a when, snob? No, when... I think, honestly, I think they're just... They're just common. I tell you what I don't like, Mariam. Um, mm-hmm. So you are a snob, basically. Yeah. yeah. What I don't like is the fact that, that, that jeans are now the default setting. And the number of times I'm sat in a meeting or in a room with other people and you look around and, and nine, out of ten people, nine out of ten people have got jeans and on. And who's the tenth person? Me. You're, I well, never wear jeans for work. You, well, you wore them on Monday and you wore them on Friday. Yeah, because so that was true. on a, a bank so holiday. That's a lie. Bank holiday. That's a lie. You, just, was... said, you just said you never wore them for work. You were working on Friday and, and Monday, and you were wearing what, them, so what, that's a lie. Why are you looking over there to um, I'm the cheap off, seats? I'm showing off yeah. to, to Kelly. Everybody thinks they're individualists yeah. by wearing jeans, yeah. and that it's like the um, like the three politicians the other day. Oh. They all turned out in three jeans, te- um, a shirt. Four jeans think, now, yeah, four faster. jeans. Exactly. So I mean, quite honestly, jeans are just you know, it's like young ladies wearing those leggings. God, well, I was going to ask you where you stand on leggings, because if jeans are common, then leggings must well, be downright no, filth. No, well, if, if you, it's not a case of filth. It's just when you walk behind them, you see their asses moving up and well, down all the time, being polite. I mean to say, then they don't care what size mm. they are. They I put see what I don't like, Marion, and you would think I would, but I don't. Mm. Some le- expensive leggings. Now, is it leggings or leggings with a G at the end? Leggings. With, without the G. Without the G. It's a, yeah, you see, this is the division. I think it is leggings because you put your legs in. Well, some Honestly, of them that is true. Uh, it depends on whether they've got feet or not. Who? The person wearing them? No, the, t- the leggings. That, the no, ones well, they're, they're, they're tights. Well, they're tights and leggings and leggings without... without what? If they're... If they're very sick, they then the have people wearing them. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So what I, I don't like is some of these leggings. Uh, if you buy them on the market or you see horrible chavy people wearing them, they're such poor quality. You can see through and you can see they're, their knickers they're virtually, if they're wearing any. They're, they're yeah. basically footless tights. I think leggings are horrible, and I never wear them. 
Good for you. Horrible. Okay. But in the 80s, you know, I was partial to a ski pant, so, you know, not perfect. Here's the thing, Mariam. Mm-hmm. Here's the fashion that I noticed at the weekend, and the fact that I noticed it means it's probably coming to an end. Young ladies, mm-hmm. black jeans, mm-hmm. ripped knees... Yeah. Oh, I lived through it the first time in the 80s. Oh, dearie. <laughs> it's blooming awful. Well, then, you look you... like you've been on your knees doing yeah, what exactly. I wouldn't dare to suggest. Playing with pipes like a plumber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, that is why... When or people a wannabe wear, actress, yes? When parents, parent, parent, well, when people wore jeans, they could rip them up and it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But quite honestly, if they didn't, people wouldn't climb over fences, wouldn't do this, wouldn't yeah. do that, because they'd ruin their, their proper clothing. Marion, you've given us a lot to uh, chew on today, primarily denim, but thank you. Have a, have a nice day, dear. Thank you, my darling. Ripped, ripped knees. Jason Donovan died for your sins. He got kicked out of Harrods once for having ripped jean knees. And now all the girls are doing it. You're probably doing it, aren't you, Kelly? No. Yeah, you see? All the girls are doing it because they think it's trendy. You just heard Kelly Betts there say that no, she's I doing don't. it. You did it yesterday. Those jeans, uh, uh, well, I was going to put them in the bin. That's why I bought these shoes. Don't tell me you're going to make cut-offs. Well, I'm, I'm going to make short shorts. Oh. going to make short shorts. Someone tweeted the other day to say they listen to the show and want to call in, but all the callers sound nuts. Who was that? Some... Guy. Rude. Oh, let me find it. Really? Yeah, he was like, oh, I love the show, I really want to ring in, but everyone sounds nutty. What's his beef, mate? Well, he's got a point. I don't know who you've been listening to. I tell you, you find that and we'll have a listen to Colin's call. Pardon? Help! 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 Pardon? Yeah. Do you mind if I talk? Help. Away you go, Colin. We've not stopped you. How can we help you? You can help me, Catherine. You can always help me. Oh, oh dear. We have to always above the waist, please. Well, he's Look very at... tiny. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I, can o- I can only see your ankles. Hey, right, get to the point, you mucky pup. Right. <laughs> um, what I've had delivered in the last week or so, I've had... Um, Here we go. I've had a, a, a cordless um, drill screwdriver. Oh. Um, How many bits? Uh, about 20, I think. Oh, flashy. Um, I've had uh, some curry powder, medium address. What, you couldn't obtain it in a shop? Not 200 You're listening grand. to BBC Local Radio. Wow, he's using um, quantities. Hey, he? you asked, Lee. I didn't, Dunstable. Boyle did. Carry on, I'm still interested. Uh, yeah, so there was the curry powder... Uh, smoked paprika and hot chilli powder. Spicy Colin in Dunstable. So... I'm staying out of this, Catherine. It's your phone in. That's that's what I've had delivered. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. What I I deduce from that is that you're a spicy man. You're also a practical man. I can't believe you're still single, Colin. How long has it been? 57 years. (laughs) So if anyone fancies a spicy, practical man, we've got one in Dunstable for you. He's not very tall. That's true. But what there is of him... It's 
Hot stuff. It's all but perfectly full. You reckon? <laughs> We're back from Collins Call. It was it was brilliant. It was the it was the the, the chancer on Twitter that was having a pop. David Moore tweeted. He said, "No, no." David tweeted more. Said, "I occasionally want to call into the show, but most of the people who do seem like nutters." So I gave him the phone number. Don't know what he means. I haven't heard from him. I'm trying to think of a follow-up gag, mm. and I'm I'm struggling. I haven't heard from him anymore. She hasn't heard any more. So how more did David... Oh, God. How many times did David tweet? I'm doing it now. Once. Just once more. But, but then why did you say David tweeted more, then? More than you. Well, guys, um, here's what happened on Friday's show. It's not happened yet. Here's more from Friday's show. David. David Moore rang. David rang more. David Morang? <laughs> rubbish, isn't it? It really is rubbish. Gaston joins me from Australia. Good morning, Gaston. Yes, good morning, Ian. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, what are you doing in Australia, mate? Um, no idea, to be honest, mate. Uh, my family moved out when I was younger. How about how old were you? Because you, you, I, I, I'm hardly picking up any Australian accent. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I moved out when I was seventeen. And how old are you now? Uh, Twenty-three, I believe. I'm getting, a, I'm okay. getting a little. Uh, you sound like a, you sound like a forty-year-old man. You've got a very masculine <laughs> voice. I'm getting a little hint of Australian coming through. There's a slight twang, isn't there? There's, a, there's an Australian twang, but it's primarily English. Oh. What, what you got? Whereabouts in Australia? If you get uh, Gaston, it's a big place. I've been told. Uh, it is a big place. I'm in Perth, WA. What you got for us? Yeah, I was going to talk about the flattery. Uh, where back when I was in. Um, in uh, England, I was in drama school, so there was a good, healthy mix of the uh, yep. of both orientations. Yep. And uh, I, I found it not best flattering. However, um, I do have this recurring dream that, that confuses things. Um, I'm, I'm worried I'm to sure ask, but I'm going to ask Gaston, what happens in your dream? Yeah, you might have to take this out, I don't know. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa. Are you... Are you <laughs> Gaston, is that part of the dream? Is this... <laughs> oh, God. Is it, are you using this as some kind of therapy, Gaston? In your dream, are you... In his pants. You know we're live on the radio now? <laughs> I don't live there anymore, so we're all good. In your dream, you're having it away with a fella? No. Is that, is that what happens? Dale Winton. Dale, Dale Winton. Winton! Oh, wow. no! no, no. Of all no, the games... No and you're 23. No. He's, like, old enough to be your granddad. <laughs> there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing untoward going on. Just he, romance. He simply... He shows up and he rescues me. Oh. From, rescues you from different scenarios! What are some of the scenarios that Dale Winton rescues you from in your dreams? That's a great sentence, isn't it? Well, I, I'll set the thing. He, uh, I, I never have the provenance of the dream. It just, I just show up in a random scenario. Yeah. Last one was uh, at my house and it was burning. And Dale shows up. He's just got some ripped jeans and no shirt <laughs> with suspenders. In, um, and he's muscular. I'm not sure he's muscular in real life. But he's quite buff. He, he, he pumps off a lot, yeah. I've been told. Gaston, listen, Gaston, uh, 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 are you by the sea at the moment? I'm driving. Oh, OK, listen, Gaston, I'm going to let you go because it's not the best line. Wow. Please call again because that was a brilliant call. I I wondered where that was going to go. I'm going to have some crazy dreams tonight. Gaston, mate, that was great. I really... Hey, listen, by the way, uh, if if you want to call, if you listen on the podcast and you you work out what time we're, we're on... 
You want to call from a foreign country? We call you back. <laughs> we sorry, just you're right. <laughs> sorry. Do you sorry. want me to put your fader down? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. We we call Gosh. you back. We pay for the phone call. You call us up. Kelly takes your details. She calls you back, or Catherine will call you back, uh, and uh, we pay for the phone call. So uh, that was a, what a great call from that Gaston. Was one of the best calls I've ever heard. Brilliant. A, a shirtless Dale Winter. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Jeans rescues you from different scenarios. <laughs> That's the best call ever. Thank you, mate. Oh, can we put that in the podcast, Kelly? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and if, you, if you're listening to the podcast from a different part of the world, you work out, we're on six till nine, Monday to Friday in the morning, work out what the time is. You don't even have to know what we're talking about. If you just call up and say, I am in, I can't think of anywhere else in the world. He actually did that. He called up and said, I'm in Australia. What Beautiful. are you talking about today? Beautiful. You call up, we call you back. 08459 455 555. Uh, and you can, you'll be listening to this in the podcast now. How many best friends have you got, Steve? Uh, one. One. You see? Kelly Betts reckons she's got up to 15. <laughs> yeah, not possible. I've just explained it to Kelly how you tell how many best friends you've got. Go on, fella. Let's do the best friend test. Very, very simple. You decided you've murdered someone and yeah. you can't move the body on your own and you, you need to know how many of your friends would actually help this you is good. dispose of that body without telling the police. Right. In that, that, case, in that case, thank you, Steve. No questions asked. In that case, I've got two best friends. Well, in that case, I've probably got about 50. <laughs> <laughs> All in. <laughs> Hi there. Hi, uh, you're David, David. I have to reach over to my bag, David, David, to get the... Uh, to get. I've got, you've got a sheet of paper that lives in my bag. Right. And it says, David is a fruitcake. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. It's got the list of your cats on. Uh-huh. I'm going to play cat bingo with you, David. I'm going to say some. Yeah, I'm going to say some of your cat names, and I'm going to say some random names. You right. have to spot what is not your cat name, and you say that ain't no cat man. Okay. <laughs> hey, I've been cat man for ten years well, since Joe the Crescent gave me the name. Who gave you the name, David Essex? Joe. Okay. So you've got to say that ain't no cat man. Okay. Uh huh. Frankie. Rainbow. Right. right. Bagpuss. Right. Little Winkle. That ain't no cat, man. One point. Rover. Uh-huh. Bum-bum. No, that ain't no cat. Okay, well, okay. You've, got to get the, you've got to get the full saying. This is the last round, okay? Uh-huh. Sergeant. Here yep. Rob Roy. Yep. Peroni. Who the hell? That ain't no cat, man. Ladies and gentlemen, three, it's three out of three, David. Well done. Well <laughs> done indeed. Cats. What you got for us, Dave? I've got a song. Hey, this is beautiful. Uh, uh, well, you going to sing it? I would like to do it without you titling it, because I want to put a big smile on your face in that first three seconds of hearing it. You want to put a big what on my face? Pile? A big smile. OK. You need to stand still, because we, we're losing your line a little bit. Just tell us what you have for breakfast so we can make sure we can hear you. Uh, I haven't had a breakfast, as it turns Perfect. out. Perfect. Don't since move. Don't since when? Pardon? Don't move from that spot, David. I'm looking yep. forward to having a big pile on my face in three seconds. Away you go. Okay. I knew a girl, real nice girl, down near Roxham Way. Molly Windley, she smokes like a chimney, but she's my little nicotine gal. Now doctor tells me a daddy I will be. So when I asked him what's the score, he says it's only three. Three! 
So here I go, cheerio, see how she do fare. I know what she will say to me as soon as I get there. Are you got a light, boy? Are you got a light? Molly Winley, she smokes like a chimney, but she's my little nicotine gal. <laughs> Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy show for a Friday. Man, my eyes are stinging. Stinging eyes. Stinging eyes. Uh, so what have we uh, got? We've got some newsy stuff coming up, but I, let's be honest, you're not interested in that. I, I listened to another BBC local uh, radio breakfast show yesterday, bits of it. It was all right. It was all right. I've got to say, I, I, I'm not going to big myself up. That's up to you, but, do, you know, you go and have a little listen and, and see whether, you know... I heard their roving reporter. Let's... Bless you. Let's just say... We're very lucky to have Justin. We're very lucky. <laughs> Bless you. We're very lucky to have Justin Dealey on I this know, show. We are. Very, very. I mean, no one else would take him, so we're not literally lucky to have him. <laughs> if you sneeze one more time. Oh, stop it. Uh, we're not literally lucky to have him. It's a contractual obligation. I think he comes with the station, doesn't he? He was here when the station was built. But this guy on this other place. Oh, it was. <laughs> right, that's it. Will you stop sneezing? I'm trying to do the intro. Stop sneezing! Stop sneezing! Ow! Nice move with the chair. Thanks. It's so unprofessional. Why can't you just do the intro? Sorry, guys. Just had to go off mic for a second there. Sorry, that's why you heard extended piece of music. There's a little emergency I had to deal with. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Okay. That's it, guys. That's your lot. That's the podcast. If you want to... If you want to hear the podcast, uh, you can download it. What am I doing? You're listening to it! (laughs) Oh, silly. What am I doing?! Someone stop oh. me! You want the five gold stars? <laughs> no, Don't I think get involved that's good in that. Because if there's a group of people listening and they'll be like, hey, hey, what's this? Oh, it's a podcast. I wonder how I can get it. If you're in the back of someone's car and exactly. you listen to the podcast, man, you're, but you're too embarrassed to ask them how they got it, well, then you can go on iTunes and tap in in Lee. How would you listen in a car? Would you use one of those aux cables? Yes, that's oh, right. No, I trip. Tunes into the radio. It's illegal in this country. I had one of those years ago. They're still going. Anyway, guys, this is uh, Bants, Bants, Bants. Email ian.leabbc.co.uk. Any complaints, they go to catherine.boyle at bbc.co.uk. Any willy pictures, they go to kelly.betts at bbc.co.uk. You, you work out how the email system here at the BBC <laughs> works. That's right, you could send an email to um, um, Richard Hammond that, using that system if you wanted to. Maybe not anymore. No, actually, this has been deleted. Right, ta-ta! Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. You're listening to BBC Three Counties Radio. This song is called... Veronica, and it's by a gentleman called Elvis Costello. Hope you like dancing.